Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of The Reasonable Opinions. I am your host, Yo Ari. Right across from me, you have... What up, world? It's TJ. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back, most definitely. We want to thank all of our listeners for listening to our first episode. We are very excited to bring you guys another episode. So we're just going to get right on into it. So... Now, very first episode, you know, we gave a brief introduction and we also talked about where we are as a society and, you know, everything that was going on that weekend with the uh, Unite the Right and things that is going on within the White House with uh, Dumpin' Donnie and, uh, <laughs> and Dick Stank Donald. You know, we uh, gave our opinions on that. But what I want to do with this episode is touch on something that's a little more dear and a little more sensitive and a little more relatable to all of our listeners because we all see it. We all hear it. You know, we've all know the history of it, and that's the injustice in this nation and the misuse of, you know, police power, uh, conduct, and being held accountable for the things that are going on within our law system and, you know, just anything with politics and the treatment of people of color and just how it's all going down. And so what I want to tell you guys is that me being a black man in America, what, what that means to me is like the injustice of this nation. It's a very scary thing. It's very, very scary. Cause like I've expressed to people when they ask me uh, about certain topics, you know, I, only thing I can say is what do you expect? You know, this law system is not built for, you know, African-Americans and people, black, brown, any color, any, anybody of color is, is not built for you. It's not, it works against you and not with you and not for you. So, with me being a black man in America, it's it's a scary thing that any given day, if I'm not cooperative with the law or I don't abide by the, the rules, I don't abide by the laws, I can be shipped out of here for any anything, any given thing, no necessary reason, anything. And it's just very sad that I have to deal with that. I have to live with that every single day. So I have to be perfect in a sense when I go out in the world, when I go to work, when I leave work, when I go to parties, when I'm out and about public transportation, anywhere, venues, anything, I have to be extra safe because in this country, my skin will get me killed. My Me having a free mind will get me killed. That's deep. It's, it's very deep. And that's an everyday thought from my age, me being 30 plus older than me, younger than me. And younger than me, it's worse because they're seeing it all the time it's consistent there's no break away from any police brutality any misconduct or uh, any type of shooting any misuse of force it's, it's insane it's insane right now there um you're right man the youth it, like when we grew up i'm sure this stuff was still happening you know what i mean but we didn't have iphones until we were older so these crazy things that we see, we, we as sane thinking individuals um, can act appropriately and voice opinions um, for the injustice and speak out. Whereas back when we were growing up, if you didn't read the newspaper, you didn't know about it. Now it's in your face. And I think that's where it hurts the youth the most because it is in their face. So now these police shootings, these 
crazy sentences for popping willies in the street and things of that nature. Um, they're right in your face, so they almost become a norm. So you expect it to happen, right? Um, and it, and it's crazy because as we sit at the same table, we feel in a sense different about day to day life, right? Right. I've broken the law many times, been pulled over, arrested almost every time. I think two times in my life, not arrested when I got pulled over. Um, so, but at a thir- as a 31 year old man, and uh, I've left the mischievous mischievousness alone. I, I put it in my past. I don't have those same concerns when I leave my house. I I, I leave my house and I'm. I go do what I got to do and I go home and I, I don't have those same fears. Um, and, and I understand them and I respect them like I do have them, like they're my own because you read about it and you see about it. And I just think to myself, that could be me. I, I've been in, I've been in situations where, you know, I, I've, I, I've talked back to an officer before because I wasn't doing anything wrong. And at that time, I didn't have anything in my car. Like, there's no reason for you to be searching me and doing all this extra stuff. So I did talk back to him. Um, You know, um, I've been awarded a second opportunity or second chance in life when I could have really gone to prison. And I'm a firm believer that because of my skin color... I dodged that bullet. I I think. I mean, I I made mature decisions and and started school and was working full time and my my daughter was born and things of that nature. So I had a lot of good things going on in life. But someone in the same exact situation with the same exact good things going on in life with a different skin tone very well could have been sitting behind cinder block walls for two to 10 years. Um, And I was able to, you know, prosper and uh, I'm doing, in my opinion, pretty well for myself in life. So. Yeah. And that, and that, that's a, that's a thing that most people that are not black won't really admit. They won't admit it. They will ignore the fact that they do have what they call a white privilege. They will ignore it. They, they will ignore it. They won't admit it. You know, it, it's it's just it's a difficult and confusing thing that I have to deal with every single day if I'm caught in that situation. And to, to piggyback off of what you said about you know you not being cooperative and everything like that, I feel like when me, we when I say we, I mean like black people when we are pulled over, our our mind jumps to what can happen, what's going to happen. Right. It's not a Okay, this is a routine stop. I know I sped, you know, I sped past a red light or I drove past a stop sign or I did a Hollywood stop or anything of that nature. Right. It doesn't think of what I actually did. It's what's going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. I'm getting pulled over. Right, right. And that's a that's a scary thing. Like that's a scary thing in your mind state. You look in your rearview mirror, you like, fuck. Right. And you have to be, you have to be cooperative with these people. Like you have to be. It's, like you have to be. I, I've always been taught. And, and I feel like everybody has, but then as adults, we all have our trigger points. Most and, definitely. And and 
Um, there's everyone, you, you got buttons, man. And, um, depending on what maybe you're going through in your personal life, you might have that encounter and go left. Like, per, like as a, as a citizen, go left. And like you said, man, it, it's almost like in elementary school, right? You weren't going to wild out in front of the principal. Like, I mean, we all had our moments, but for the most part, you, if, if you're in the principal's office, you're there for a reason. Now it's, I'm going to chill because this is really the disciplinarian in this, in this, this build, this, uh, this institution. Right. So, you know, it, yes, sir, no, sir. And, and as agitating as encounters are, make you late for work, make you miss a bus, make you miss a train, whatever it might be, you know, um, it, it's better to get let go than not to leave. Right. You know, whether that be in bracelets or in another way. Right. So, um, but what do you think, what do you think would, would cause a change or, or do you see a change? As far as I'm concerned, I don't see a change. It's been going on centuries. It, 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 it would never be a change. Maybe, I don't know what it would take. It will have to be something very drastic, very drastic. But as far as like, I'm, I'm behind the margin. I'm behind the shutting down, not spending money at certain businesses. I'm behind all of that shit. Like I'm because of something that happened. I'm behind all of it. But at the end of the day, these people don't give a fuck. And they never gave a fuck about anybody that's not, of their skin, like anybody that's not of their skin tone, like I'm literally, and I'm gonna be honest, I'm fucked. Being here, I'm fucked. Like I, I'm not saying I'm forced to live a perfect life. I should want to live a, a perfect life or a, a drama free life or you know, a, you know, to do anything wrong kind of lifestyle. You know, to be as flawless as possible. Right. I shouldn't have to be forced into like right. I damn, I, I really have to watch where I go. Like I can't go through certain neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? If I know, if I don't see too many of me there, I can't go there. None. Uh, you shouldn't have to. No one should have to live that way, man. And it, it sucks that in 2018, going into 2019, that we're still in society like that. I think. Um, the original question was, do, do you think you could see a change in the injustice, right? I think, personally, it's not soon, but as this generation of judges and Supreme Court people and um, Congress and chiefs, sheriffs, whatever, as these people start to... Um, leave their positions as as they're old, um, and and we start to get more younger generational forward thinking individuals. I think that's where we start to see the change. Un unfortunately, though, I think that that's a decade, fifteen, twenty years down the road. And do we have twenty years of, we'll say, innocent lives that are being taken at? Whether that be taken for crimes that warrant incarceration, but maybe a couple months, a year, 
instead of life without the possibility of parole for a nonviolent offense, right? You know, um, to the police brutality and just getting more younger, more younger, um, more hip, I guess you could say, people in place. And and by hip, I don't mean like hip hop, but just more, more, more in tune. Cultural aware. Yeah, culturally aware, exactly. Yeah. Because until that happens, how come how can we expect it to change? But and because that hate is so deeply rooted. But like when you ask me that question, what will it take for a change? And like I said, you know, in previous conversations that we had, I think it trickles down to the almighty dollar. You get somebody in it that's more aware of what's going on. If it's gonna affect their cash flow or if it's going to affect their sponsorships or anything like that, oh, they could talk on it if the money's right. Right. Which is, what's the, which is the conflicting part with people of power or that are in positions to do certain things. Yeah. If your money's affected, if it's going to affect your lifestyle and how you're living, why are you going to speak on it? That's going to, and, and that's the selfish thing about this country, period. When it, when it comes to that money, or someone's life, a lot of people are gonna pick that money over someone's life or someone's opinion over what's right. I agree. To keep their lifestyle going or to keep living the way that they're going. Yeah. So if if you wanna know what it'll take, it'll have to affect money. It has to affect pockets. Maybe people gotta go flat ass broke. Maybe another Great Depression where, <sighs> where people, you gotta rely on people. You don't have money, I don't have money. But say we go through another Great Depression and people of color got the upper hand when it comes to revenue. When it, when it comes to having that money, then what? You got to have these people that's not of color. You got to talk now. You you have to look for right. us. You have to. Like, you have to. So maybe that maybe that's what it's going to take for this country to go to shit seriously financially. Right. Financially. Because if you don't have the money, then what? I don't know. Today, I, there's so many trades and treaties and things of that nature. I don't know that we could ever going to another great depression the recession was was pretty crazy house market dropped and all that stuff so i don't think i don't i mean i guess it's anything is possible but i i wouldn't think that we could see that um i really just think it would be the generational change of the people that sit in those chairs man um but then it got to be people that care right that, well, that, that right. not that that are not from money Right. Or that understand or that struggle that really understand. Right. It really got to people, be people that understand. Like yeah. you got to understand that, this shit. And if you're not from, you know, if, if you're from money, right, be willing to learn about the problems. Like I feel like a lot of times those people in those positions, they don't really care. They don't care. They, they, <laughs> they don't, they don't care. And that's why I think, like, like I said, younger people, um, and I'm not talking kids. I'm talking like 30, 40 year old grownups that are level headed. I think that's where those conversations and open dialogues are more common. Um, you know, you, you can struggle finding open dialogues right the older you get with right. your your counterparts right, right. They, there's very few people that will have open conversations about these touchy touchy topics right or want to have the comfort to sit down with you right. and right. 
express their opinion right. on it. Yeah, totally. And, totally. And, it, and it's from both sides of the fence too. Right. There's, there's not really one one way. Everybody would feel that way as you climb in, in age. Um, so, it, I I think that's the change that we'll see. I think, and I think we will see it, and I think we'll see it in our lifetime. I think, I think, at our at our worst right now in that department where you know, but I I think all of the all of the the protests, the marches, the hashtags, all of that is working. It it it's it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how how much it is working. The conversations are had. The problem is though, uh, when you equip a person with your life, they're the they they're in control. Exactly. So and that's, the, and that's why I tell you and, that's the scary thing. And 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 for me, right? I had a conversation. I, I live in West Virginia, so I had a conversation with a law uh, a law abiding gun owner, right? My man is all about guns. He loves them. This is my this is my best friend, right? So fuck yeah, America. <laughs> he's not that guy. Okay. He's a Packers fan, though. That's close enough. So yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Back to but um, I asked him the other day. We were talking about guns, and um, he said, "Man, here's the thing, right? We were talking about. I was telling him police about police brutality and injustice, and he said, "I was always told if I was going to have a gun, be ready to end a life." Because if I pull my gun out and I'm not prepared, it's my life that's at risk. And I asked him, I said, would you think that that's the same thought process that an off- <clears throat> excuse me that an officer goes through? Like, is that the same train of thought? I'm not a gun owner. I've never shot a gun. I've never held a gun. I don't want to. I don't really care for guns. I think, I think there's better ways to handle conflict and things of that nature. So that's another topic for another day though. But, and he was like, I think absolutely. I think once you're empowered with a gun and, and and you learn how to use it and you're skillful with it, that's the train of thought because it's what you're taught. And, and that's the, the, like I was telling, telling before the fraternity and a lot of these guys, no matter their race, are ex-military personnel, you know, um, and and that's instilled in them from wars to things of that nature. And um, I think that there's not enough direction on when to pull your gun and when to pull your taser. Um I reference a lot the um, the gentleman who was shot at the hands of the police in Loudoun County, Virginia, a couple years ago. He walked out of his house. They were called for a domestic violence situation. So he was, they were called there for a reason and for all intents and purposes, he was allegedly wrong. Um, he walked out of his home with a knife, a kitchen knife, not anything extravagant. And they shot and killed this man from 15 feet or so away. And my thing is, in that moment, okay, you have a knife. We're three feet, four feet away. I'm not threatened by your knife yet. 
Unless I'm some skilled ass ninja and I'm a yeah, but even dark then, that shit between your head. Right. Other than that, I'm taking my chances. Right, I'm taking my chances. Right, right. So why not tase him? And even if he was lunging at you with a knife, a taser would still deter him. And there's two of you. There's one of him. You could have gotten him down without killing him. Um, and that man was on his home on on his own property. Um, again, allegedly for a domestic violence call. Not shading that at all, but he didn't deserve to lose his life in that instant, right? And, 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 and or that way, right? You know what I mean? Like that's that's not that's not their job, right? That's not you're their not job. Judge, yeah. jury, executioner. Yeah, and 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 I don't think their lives were threatened. And I think that they, but again, but then again, who's to say? Who can tell you when you feel like your life is in jeopardy? But in the same instant, it's it's. Come on now, it's it's certain cases where it's just like it's beyond it's beyond reasonable thought. Like it's beyond that. It's right. beyond that. If I see you with a knife fifteen feet away, it, pretty sure it's other ways in the academy where they tell you how to take care of a, a suspect, knife. a threat, anything. Watch Jackie Chan do it. <laughs> I might be able to pull it off. But you know, back to that with the. The misuse of conduct, uh, mis- misuse of conduct, and feeling empowered because you have a badge and a weapon, right. and you're licensed to kill, pretty yeah. much. Like, like I said, and like everyone say, it's not every cop that's bad. No, not and at it's all. Not, and now, in reality, and what we're seeing on video and social media, it's not even all white cops. Now, it's just cops in general that are abusing their fucking power, and it's crazy. It's black cops with. Caucasians, it's black cops with brown people, it's black cops with black people, it's white yeah. cops with white white cops with white people, white cops with black people, white cops with brown people. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous that the law enforcement is a fucking joke and everyone of any color that's under that fraternity, as you like to say, they have that power. They get that weapon, they have that power. And they'll fucking power trip. And you can't, you know what? It's funny that you say that. So I had to go to um, the grocery store this morning, right? And I pulled in. I had I had the little one with me, and I pull in. And as I'm coming down, there's a, a older car with a black guy driving it, right, and a cop behind him. And I'm in the parking lot, so I'm like, "Why is this cop like following him? Lights not on." So I I park. I do my thing. I'm trying to go get some milk. So this cop pulls up behind this car. And he doesn't have his lights on. And he hops out and he walks up to the driver's side door. And I, I didn't hear any exchange. Cop hopped back in, got back in his car and drove off. My, my, the dude driving pulled his little boy out of the car. Couldn't have been any older than four or five years old. What the hell are you doing? For what? Right. I, I didn't understand it. And like I said, I was in a parking lot. So there wasn't a whole lot he could have been doing. And we were on, like, he, he came in a complete opposite end. So he was in the parking lot for a minute, you know, and there's wild speed bumps, but whatever. But I was just like, wow, what did, you know, why, why did, why? And it makes you think, like, yo, you get that badge, you feel like you get some type of superpower. Like, you're not, uh, you know, 
Right. You're held to a high standard when you get that. Nah, you know, man. you know what it that badge is supposed to be protect and serve. One, what are you protecting other than your own life and what are you serving? Because it's not justice. It's not justice at all. Nah, they don't. So it's, and there's so many cases where it's just like, what the fuck was that for? Like, what was that for? Yeah. And like I like, like I said, me being a black male, it's a scary thing because I have to worry about encounters every single day. Even if I'm not doing anything, like anything, like anything at fucking all. Right. It could be, it could be something. And the the one thing I try to do. If I'm ever, I will try to do when I'm ever caught in that situation is be as cooperative as possible. Sometimes people, they let their pride take over. But it's just like if a cop say, you know, put your hands up. Even if you're not doing nothing, just put your hands up. Don't flinch. Don't back yeah. up. Don't talk back. Just do what they do. Just do what they say because I would rather you have to get pressed out to get fucking shot. Yeah. Go home. Cooperate and go home. Even if you get arrested. Go home. You you still get to live another day. Um, so and that's I mean that's that's it, man. Hey, cooperate in those situations. And in some cases, and and this is the crazy thing. In some cases, people have cooperated and still still got yeah. still got the worst treatment. Still got the worst treatment. And that's what and we and we have to just continue to shed the light on those those instances instances man because that will i'm telling you the the right changes will take place it will just take a little bit a little bit more time we'll see them we will see them i think we can confidently say that in our lifetime we will see those changes made i i definitely hope you know something like that does happen and you know like i said it's not just white officers it's also uh, officers of color just like the the Incident that happened in Baltimore maybe a little over a week ago with the officer that pulled up to a citizen. Um, according to previous history with the citizen, they were um, called on the citizen for being drunk and disorderly. He refused to, you know, show his ID the very first time they had this encounter. I think it was a little t- over two years ago. They arrested they arrested this guy for um, drunk and disorderly conduct. So fast forward to what a little over a week ago. You know, this officer, he knew the history with this individual because, you know, they've had prior history. And they were called to that particular neighborhood for a disturbance in the neighborhood. So, you know, the officer asked the same individual for his ID. Individual didn't give his ID. I don't know what other exchange happened with him refusing the ID and the officer being within spitting distance of his face where the officer welled off on him and whooped on him like he was in a fucking UFC match and I'm just like yo what was that for and to watch every uh, the, the the one cameraman who's saying like get off of him then there's a person if you see the video there's a person there with a broom that wanted to hit the officer so bad but what would that lead to other than a fucking shootout or this individual with the broom being labeled as a threat there's no way we can stop that when it's happening we can't put our hands on this officer because his partner is going to fucking shoot you yeah. Or going to take some excessive force to take you down because at that point it's life threatening. And what I'm, and what I say, it's scary. Like anything we possible, anything we could possibly do. And I'm not even just talking about me being black. I'm talking about anybody against the law. A good person. Anything we do, we back up too quick or we reach too fast for a fucking ID that you ask me for. I'm either going to get tased, beaten, or shot. But in this case, they don't even use. 
understandable tactics. They're shooting you. They're going to shoot you. Like, they feel that threatened that they're going to shoot you. And it's just like, I wonder what goes on in their head. What's going to happen when you pull that trigger? What's going to happen? A suspension? Oh, you go to court? But it's going to be their word over yours. When they get in that, when they get in that court of law, it's their word over yours. Yep. And that's the sick shit about this country and this <laughs> and the law. Period. That's the sickest shit. The sickest shit. And we have to deal with that. Like we have to. It, yeah, man. It, it's uh and and the bad thing is obviously dead people can't talk. So that person gets a 30-day suspension pending investigation, comes back to work. Now, the only other thing is um, that I would say is it is work, right? So you do have coworkers and peers, and not everyone is going to see things in the same light or agree with views and things like that. That's human nature. Right. But you you can... At least you can know, yeah, where that person stands and who who who's in the the locker room with you or who's in the right you know in the building with you because you 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 won't know you won't you you can't know that person until it happens and then you see it and now you understand and you can go okay, I now know I'm going to position myself two steps away from that guy. I don't like it. I don't like what he did. Or I man, I got a family at home. I got to go home. I can't be messing around with this guy what if the you know what if he does that again but the other person's prepared right or the other person's you know holding to and now what now that now the bullet comes to me mm-mm. right nope hey hey you gotta they gotta be reasonable like they, they they gotta be reasonable and i don't know what they teach at these academies i don't know if they teach or if they black shoot to kill Oh, or if they're white, listen to their story. I, I don't I don't know what the fuck what the fuck they're learning or what it is in there, but it has to stop. It has to stop. And the only thing we have as a society now are our phones and followers. If we can get it as viral as possible, hopefully it affects something. It affects someone in a higher position that can speak for us or that can put us in a position where there could possibly be some sort of change that works for us. But like I told you in previous conversation. Let it affect some type of revenue. Let it affect some type of income. Let it affect, uh, let it affect some type of sponsorship. Then we'll start seeing those, those changes that we need to see. I, I really think that is the case. Like the, the instinct, the, an instinct with this case, Mike Dargy Jr. Okay, three days ago, this guy, he's off duty. And when he's off duty in another county, he's a security guard at a bar in the area where a lot of local officers, firemen, anyone that's in law enforcement go, you know, after work, have a drink and everything like that. So I guess in his other county, he's a, a officer of the law. And this is in Kansas City, Missouri. He goes to where he normally, you know, as a security guard off duty, you know, normally on the weekends, he, he went there. Um, he had a drink. You know, he was going to have a drink. He approached the bartender. The bartender is black, by the way. He tells the bartender, you know, hey, you know, I want this drink. It's called the Trayvon Martini. So the bartender's taken back like, hey, you know, 
we don't serve that here. He was like, oh, you know, I know, but, you know, this is a drink that I like. He tells, and so the bartender say, what does it consist of? He says, you know, it's one shot of vodka and watermelon juice. That one shot of vodka is good enough to take me out. That one shot to take me down and laughs. And laughs. So the bartender feels very uncomfortable serving this man and tells the manager. Tells the manager, he tells the manager that, you know, I need you to take care of this, this customer at the bar, you know, who wants this drink. Not really giving the manager a full description of what happened so the manager will know exactly what was said. This asshole repeats the same thing to the manager. The manager refuses to serve him. So that gets out. It, the bartender tweets it. He puts it on Facebook. Um, the manager backs his story. It goes viral. It, it goes viral. It makes the news. His face is blasted all over the news. It's blasted all over the internet. He loses his job as a security guard where the law enforcement spends most of their money. Now, where that bar is, it's in an area where it's courthouses, a sheriff's department. I want to say a fire station is there. So anyone that's in law goes there. They hang out there. They spend their money there. So this is what I'm telling you. Unless it affects money, there is no change. Their money was going to be affected if they knew this motherfucker still had a job there as a security guard doing that racist shit that he did. That's the only way a change happened. It's because their money was going to be affected. Now, let that had been a, a, a white bartender. Would they have felt uncomfortable making that drink? Or would they have laughed if he came up and ordered that drink? Would they even report that to their manager? I don't fucking think so. I don't think so. And he got off easy because he lost his job there. He's like, oh, fuck it. He goes to the other county. He's still an officer there. Right. Um. Uh, to answer your question about the bartender, I don't, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say how people react to shit like that. Um, I know for me personally, I'd refuse service, but not everyone is going to think the same. Um, I don't, I don't know that. Although what he said was insensitive and definitely out of line. I, I think we differ in that I'm not sure that it, it was a fireable offense because the whole point of America is free speech and sometimes you, it comes from people that it shouldn't come from in insensitive ways. Um, I think punishment and, and reprimand, reprimand it is obviously necessary, um, but it, it wasn't... It wasn't a violent thing. It was fucked up, and I can't believe someone makes jokes like that. Um, I'm not too surprised by the jokes, though, because that's where we are. Um, But it's sad that it's sad to see people that protect us. I think. I think what makes that situation worse is he is in charge of protecting and serving and I think someone with views or the gall to make a joke like that um, I think it's dangerous to give that person a badge and a gun very dangerous so but but like I said and like everyone else has said not every officer 
is bad. No. Not, not every officer is on a mission to kill. Not, not every politician is crooked. It's more crooked than it is straight and narrow. Right. But it's just, we're sick of it. It's, it's just sick. It's, it's a sick feeling. And we just, we got to get better about having the knowledge of what we can do to be better or what we can do to to keep our lives or to avoid that. Right. It's not much that we can do when the system is against us. If we are breaking the law, we're breaking the law and there's consequences behind it. But if we're not doing nothing but trying to be the most honest and most upfront and, you know, most truthful person to ourselves and society that we possibly can be, then we just we just need to do that. We just need to do that. Stay safe. Spread love and cooperate. That's all we can do. That's all. That's all we can do. That, that's all we can do. And just try to abide by the laws and do the best thing that that we possibly can when we when we get in those encounters. It is frustrating, but you know, like Sam Cook said, the change is gonna come. It's just a matter of when it's gonna come. When it's gonna come. It's, that's it. That's <laughs> so. That's 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 all we can expect, man. That's all we can expect. But we're gonna end we gonna end it off um with our bar of the week for you guys, all right? Enjoy. Thank you everybody.